Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. You may be seated tonight. We're giving God the honor and glory this evening for his love and mercy. Amen. How many know we serve a merciful God? Amen. He's a God of mercy, a God of love, a God of understanding. And I thank God that he's my God tonight. Amen. A time when the world is kind of uh, confused and uh, they don't know exactly what's going on. They don't know what lies in the near future. Amen. We can give God honor and give God praise. Amen. As his people. Amen. Psalms 121 says, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which has made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither sleep nor slumber. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. This was a psalmist. A psalm that David wrote unto the Lord. And then he goes on to say, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Our feet shall stand within thy gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem is built as a city that is compact together. Amen. David was excited to be in the house of God. Amen. He said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. And I don't know about you tonight, but I'm excited to be here in the house of God tonight. Amen. A lot of this world is looking at their television sets tonight. Amen. And uh, there's a slim hope that they're going to find a few more survivors. But in reality, amen, there's not too much uh, hope out of this uh, catastrophe that has taken place. But thank God that we have a hope. And thank God we can come to the house of God and we know that God is still on the throne. Amen. We know that he uh, allows these things to happen, but yet he is in control. And I thank God that tonight I can stand here. And yes, I'm disturbed as what hap has happened, but yet I thank God that he's a God that understands and listens to his people. And he's my God and I serve him with all my heart tonight. But God has given me a message tonight for this church. If you have your Bibles with you, I'm going to ask you to turn to the book of Mark. The 13th chapter, beginning at verse 32. Mark chapter 13, verse 32. And I would like to speak tonight. Amen. Thank God that he's allowed us to be here in his house of worship. Amen. I was joking around and uh, somebody said, well, you don't seem too disturbed by what's going on. Yes, we are disturbed, but I thank God that I don't have any. Uh, one that I know that has suffered a loss in this uh, in this tragedy, but yet uh, we all feel the deep compassion and our condolences go out to those, amen, that have lost families and are still waiting for word. But again, I thank God tonight that he has kept us. He's kept us up to this day. And I thank God because even if we have lost somebody, amen, our trust is still in the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Mark chapter 13, 
verse 32. If you'll stand with me tonight for the reading of God's word. Amen. Beginning of verse 32 says, But of that day and that hour no man, no, not the angels which are in heaven, neither the Son, but the Father. Take ye heed, watch, and pray, for ye know not when the time is. For the Son of Man is as a man taking a far journey, who left his house, and gave authority to his servants, and to every man his work, and commanded the porter to watch. Watch ye therefore, for ye know not when the master of the house cometh, at even, or at midnight, or at the cock crowing, or in the morning, lest coming suddenly he find you sleeping. And what I say unto you, I say to all, watch. Amen. Tonight I would like to talk to you on the topic, the sleeping giant. The sleeping giant. Let's go before the Lord Jesus. Lord, we thank you tonight that you've allowed us to gather in your house of worship. We thank you, Jesus. Lord, we thank you. We're especially grateful tonight. God, we find ourselves in your temple, God, to hear from you. Jesus, I'm glad tonight that I find myself in your presence, Lord. And I need to hear a word from you, God. I need to hear from you, God. Hear what the Spirit says to the church. Hear what the Spirit says to the church tonight as God speaks to his people. God, we bless you and we thank you and we glorify you. In your precious name, we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You may be seated tonight. Praise God. Amen. The sleeping giant. Amen. The definition of sleep is the natural periodic suspension of consciousness, physical or mental inertness, where one becomes powerless to act. Amen. In the early 1900s, there was a strange epidemic that came upon a group of people that lived in Central Africa. This epidemic, and excuse me if I get the name wrong, uh, it was called trypanosomiasis. Amen. This disease was a chronic uh, disease. It, caused, it was caused by a blood parasite, which entered into the human body by means of an insect bite, usually a fly. It seems that these flies were uh, would bite infected or sick animals, usually cattle. And afterwards, these same flies would land on individuals biting them and infecting them with this blood parasite, which would in turn begin to multiply within the body of humans. It was said that a person could live up to three years without knowing that he was infected, without feeling a single thing. He would have no idea that he was diseased, but in time, this protozoan would reach the spinal cord and the glands of the neck where it would block the blood vessels to the brain and because there was no oxygen, no nourishment to the brain, these African natives were dying by the thousands and nobody had a clue as to why these natives were dying. These natives themselves had no idea that these deaths were being caused by these flies that would come by and bite them. So that when these flies would come around and land on their bodies, they wouldn't even bother to brush them away. We look back to history and we see that history records that 
thousands or hundreds upon thousands of African natives died of this disease simply because they allowed these flies to land on them and infect them. The disease was simply called sleeping sickness. It was given this name because it simply seemed as if these natives just fell asleep and never woke up. As we look to this era in past history, we come to realize that these natives, all they had to do was brush these flies away and uh, when they came to land on their bodies, and that this epidemic would never have taken place. It would never have taken these hundreds and thousands of lives. We think to ourselves, what a terrible tragedy. So many lives were lost. So many people died needlessly. They simply lost consciousness and died from this disease called sleeping sickness. They fell into a deep sleep and never woke up. And as I read about this sleeping sickness, I was quick to see the parallel in regard to the church. I've seen a spiritual slumber that's taken place in God's church. In my years of serving the Lord, I've seen many new converts come into the God's church. It's exciting to watch them when they first start and begin to serve the Lord. They love Him with all their heart. They'll do anything that uh, within their power to serve God with all their heart. It's awesome to see a fervency of a new convert or someone that comes to God. Amen. It gives them a spirit of David, which caused David to say that he desired to be in the house of the Lord. A new convert, when he first comes to God, he's excited. He can't wait until the next service. It doesn't matter who's starting the service. It doesn't matter, amen, who's going to preach that night. All they know and understand is, I've got to get to the house of the Lord. But as time passes by, they get comfortable in their air-conditioned church and their padded chairs, amen. After a while, church becomes a normality to them and they are not easily moved anymore. Now they have a favorite preacher picked out. Believe it or not, the church that I come from, amen, I know people who used to look to the church calendar that was posted on the bulletin board. And I know that they used to go and look to that calendar. And they, through that calendar, would pick days that they would attend church, depending on who was on the calendar to preach that night. What happened to them is they have fallen into a spiritual slumber. Some folk have been rocked to sleep, and they didn't even realize it. There were flies that were looking for a place to land, but we've got to understand that as these flies come around, we must not allow ourselves to be bitten by these seemingly harmless but infectious flies that come and try to infect us and put us to sleep. Amen. You see, that's what the enemy does. He infiltrates himself as a harmless little nothing. And before we know it, there's spiritual disease and eventually... A spiritual death that takes place. But we must not allow ourselves to be rocked into a spiritual sleep. That will allow our senses to be suspended of consciousness. Or to lose our physical or mental inertness. And we become powerless to act. That's what sleep is. It's a suspension of consciousness. 
Sleeping sickness has come upon the church. And we need to wake up out of this sleep. Amen. We're being attacked by the enemy. But we are asleep. And we can't even realize it. That the enemy is upon us. On December 7, 1941. America was caught completely off guard by the Japanese. As their fighter planes attacked the United States naval base at Pearl Harbor, Hawaii. It was 7.53 in the morning, history tells us. This first attack targeted airfields and battleships. As the Japanese attack continued, they targeted other ships and shipyard facilities. And it tells us here, history does, that this air raid lasted until 9.45 in the morning. When this battle was over, eight battleships were damaged. Five of them had been sunk. Three light cruisers, three destroyers, and three smaller vessels were lost, along with 188 aircrafts. The Japanese lost 27 airplanes and five midget submarines that tried to penetrate the inner border and launch torpedoes against our United States. The casualty list included 2,335 servicemen and 68 civilians that were killed. There were 100, 178, or 1,178 men and women that were wounded. Over 1,000 crewmen aboard the USS Arizona battleship were killed after a bomb penetrated into the front part of this battleship causing catastrophic explosions. News of this sneak attack were broadcast throughout the radio. Uh, and this news sent shockwaves across the nation, which resulted in a tremendous number of young volunteers registering into the United States Armed Forces. This attack, it not only caused confusion, but it caused a nation to come together and unite behind then-President Franklin Delano Roosevelt. On Monday, December, 20, uh, December 8th of 1941, President Roosevelt stood before Congress and made a declaration of war against Japan, calling that day a day that will live in infamy, a day that we would never forget. That day the United States was caught off guard. Amen. They were caught asleep and were powerless to act immediately. They were suspended of consciousness, and for a brief moment the enemy came in and attacked them. However, when the United States gathered their composure and realized what was upon them, they stood up like the superpower that they were and they defended themselves against further attack. When the United States military countered this attack, there was a statement that was made by the architect of this sneak attack, Japan's Admiral Yamamoto. The words that he uttered would forever ring in history. He said, I fear that we have awakened a sleeping giant and filled him with a terrible resolve. No truer words had ever been spoken. America had been caught asleep, amen. And because they were caught unaware, thousands of people, both military and civilian, had to die, amen. On that Sunday morning of December 7, 1941, 7.53 a.m., amen, America received a wake-up call. And this sleeping giant rose to her feet and answered the call of duty. Praise God. 
This past Tuesday morning, we were all affected as we watched our television sets and saw the terrorist attacks in New York and Washington, D.C. To see the hijacking of these four airplanes and to see the lives of people come to an abrupt end as they went on their ways of business and leisure. Never in these people's wild imaginations, those who boarded these airplanes and those who went to work in the World Trade Centers in New York City and the Pentagon in Washington, D.C., never did these people ever think for one moment that this day would be a day that would mark, amen, uh, the rest of their lives. Some of them, uh, their lives would be ended on this day. Praise God. Amen. Um, they would be scarred for the rest of their lives. Um, this tragedy that took place, it not only affected a people that were directly involved. Um, it affected these cities, um, a nation, and an entire world. Because of these attacks, air traffic was halted. Something that never before in the history of aviation the FCC has never halted an entire fleet of airplanes um, within the United States of America before. World trading was shut down, amen. Um, many national monuments were evacuated, amen. Um, and let me tell you, uh, as the world uh, trading was shut down, um, there was no Dow Jones Industrial. Um, there was no NASDAQ trading, amen. Um, it seemed that everything stopped. Um, there was no subways, no trains. Um, highways all came to a halt. Um, the, the White House and the Pentagon, amen. Uh, and many national monuments were evacuated evacuated. Um, govern, uh, government agencies were closed. Um, businesses were closed. Um, and if you watch your television, um, you can see the, the, the people. Amen. Um, one person interviewed said um, it was as if the world came uh, to a complete stop. But in the wake of what has transpi transpired, um, I have seen a divided America unite herself like never before. Amen. Um, like I've never seen her do in times past. Um, a few days earlier, amen, um, a divided America's top media story um, was a president of the United States um, and how he has been under attack um, by his own constituents, amen. Um, in the news of late were stories of a divided House of Representatives, uh, a divided Congress, um, and a divided nation, amen. Um, but through this tragedy that has taken place, amen, um, I see a different America. An America that through this tragedy uh, has become united. Amen. Um, I have seen men in Congress um, that don't see eye to eye with our president. Um, in recent days through this tragedy, um, they have vowed their allegiance um, and they stand behind uh, his leadership today. Praise God. Um, leaders from around the world. Amen. Um, that have not had close connections um, and that not, not had close relationships um, with this United States of America, um, they have wired messages. Uh, they've called to offer their sincere and deepest condolences uh, and now have become uh, our allies today. People from around our nation have been touched by this tragedy. They feel the pain caused by this act of terrorism. And they have joined together 
in their efforts. Amen. Um, these past few days, amen. Um, it seems as everyone that everyone has put their opinions um, and their differences off to one side. Um, and they've joined together in one mind um, and in one accord. Um, there's a unity amongst um, the people, amen, of New York. Um, there's a unity amongst the people um, of America. And it seems that there is a, a unity uh, amongst the world today. We saw this unity a few years ago during the Oklahoma City bombing tragedy. But today we're seeing it on a larger scale. Because of the shutdown of air travel, firemen, policemen, and just your everyday ordinary red-blooded American people. Uh, they're driving hundreds of miles um, in efforts of helping to find survivors um, that might still be alive. Amen. Um, the Red Cross has had people waiting in lines uh, for four hours wanting to, don to donate blood um, for these victims that might be needing it. Um, the Red Cross finally had to say, hey, hold on. Um, we can't handle all this. Um, they took names down for the future. Amen. Uh, they were overwhelmed with donors amen um, and today we see the, uh, the unity of America but not only unity uh, today we are seeing drastic changes um, that we have all been affected by amen um, but sometimes sad to say um, tragedy does bring unity amen um, many times in a troubled relationship um, it's tragedy that draws people uh, together praise God um, tragedy unites families uh, and it draws them closer uh, one to another amen um, I think tonight and it's just my way of thinking um, I believe that God allows tragedies um, to happen amen uh, so that we might wake up to our senses amen uh, and see where we're at praise God um, not only that we might see where we're at praise God uh, but that we might correct our ways of thinking um, and correct our ways of living at times like these that causes so many to put their differences aside um, and come together, amen, uh, to think and to be as one. Uh, I believe it was Theodore Roosevelt that said, um, united we stand, divided we fall, amen. Uh, I believe that America received her wake-up call this past Tuesday morning, September 11th, uh, 2001, um, at amen, early in the morning, praise God. Um, these incidents that took place, amen, um, these terrorist attacks um, were with the intent to destroy America as a nation um, but instead of destroying America these attacks woke up America praise God um, it seems as we speak tonight um, America is answering this wake up call um, through this tragedy amen uh, we've united ourselves as a people uh, but not only has it united America it seems to have united uh, the entire world but I believe tonight that the church has also received a wake-up call amen um, this same tragedy has caused churches uh, to open their doors to full congregations um, people are looking for answers um, and many of them are coming to the realization um, that their only hope um, is in Jesus Christ amen um, this tragedy has caused those um, who have left the ways of the Lord amen uh, to think about making their way back to God amen um, I believe that as America has answered this 
this wake up call um, we the church must do the same amen um, the Bible tells us um, but as in the days of Noah were uh, so shall also the coming of the son of man be um, for as in the days that were before the flood um, they were eating and drinking um, marrying and giving in marriage uh, until the day that Noah entered into the ark um, and knew not until the flood came um, and took them all away uh, so shall the coming uh, of the son of man be praise God um, the word of the Lord continues to tell us um, that then there shall be two in the field um, the one shall be taken uh, and the other left Amen. Um, two women shall be grinding at the mill. Uh, one shall be taken uh, and one shall be left there. Amen. Um, it's as if the Lord is shaking not only the, the, the world. Amen. Uh, but he's shaking the church um, and telling the church uh, beware. Watch therefore uh, for you know not the hour uh, when your Lord doth come. Two shall be grinding at the meal, amen. Uh, one shall be taken uh, and the other one left behind. Uh, oh, the word of God is warning us and telling us uh, that the day of the Lord is going to appear, amen. Uh, oh, I thank God tonight, amen, um, that God has given the church tonight a warning. Um, he's given to the church a wake-up call uh, and he's saying, uh, beware, uh, watch therefore, uh, for you're not no not when the, the day uh, when the Lord your God is going to come no doubt this world has been shaken today they're asking the question is war gonna break out amen I heard the Secretary of Defense say everything is set all we need is a word we're ready for war amen um, I've heard other political figures make the statement um, this may very well be the beginning of World War three amen um, although there are not positive amen but I think uh, intelligence knows um, who's behind this all amen um, I'll tell you uh, there's a little country by the name of Afghanistan um, that's not going to allow the United States to attack them um, without a fight of their own um, you see they have their own allies um, and their allies are not going to sit back um, and allow the United States to go in uh, and destroy this nation um, while they just sit back and watch uh, there's too much at stake uh, in the Middle East today it's believed today that these terrorist attacks were in protest of the United States presence um, in the Middle East as Israel's allies amen um, but let's look to the Word of God and see what God's Word says um, the Bible tells us um, in Revelation which is a book of prophecy um, it speaks about seven seals and seven trumpets um, and seven veils um, each which represent the judgments of God um, uh, the judgment of wrath sent by God um, before he comes back for his people as each seal is open, each one leads unto the final day of wrath when Jesus Christ uh, will return to this earth. Amen. Um, but I want you to notice with me the seventh and final seal. Um, at, as it is open, amen. Um, here the anger of the nation is revealed. Um, that is to proceed the coming of the Lord. Amen. Um, and here we're able to see the development um, of the Antichrist um, and the destroying, amen, um, of the rebel nations who have gathered themselves um, against Israel uh, and here we are introduced uh, to Armageddon 
Armageddon, we've heard that word, amen. Uh, Armageddon is a final battleground between the forces of good um, and evil, amen. Um, Armageddon is a compound, amen, uh, of the Hebrew word uh, Armageddon, amen, or heel uh, of Medigo, amen, um, where the battle of the great day of God Almighty uh, will be fought, praise God. Um, Armageddon, or the heel of Megiddo, um, was a city situation situated um, on a great road linked to Gaza and Damascus. Amen. Um, and if you would look into uh, history, um, if you would look, amen, to the map, uh, it was a channel, amen, uh, for peaceful commerce. Amen. Um, but in time, this place would become um, a place of much battle and much bloodshed. Um, in the book of Joshua, the 12th chapter, amen, um, we read about a list of kings um, that Joshua defeated um, west of Jerusalem. Jordan uh, in Megiddo, amen. Um, during the period of Israel's judges, um, Israelite forces in annihilated the armies, amen, um, of Sisera, amen, uh, by the waters of Megiddo, amen. Um, in the overthrow of Jehu against Jeroboam, amen, um, the king of Israel, um, Jehu killed, amen, Jerome with an arrow, um, and during this um, conflict, uh, Ahaziah, amen, uh, was attempting to escape, uh, was wounded and died there uh, in Megiddo, amen. Um, there was a battle of Josiah, amen. Um, the king of Judah, amen, when he fought against the Egyptians um, in the plain of Megiddo where Josiah was shot with an arrow uh, and he died there, amen. Um, so we can see tonight um, that there has been much, much bloodshed um, in Megiddo, amen. Um, and it's no wonder, praise God, um, that Revelation describes Armageddon um, as a final battleground um, between forces uh, of good and evil. Praise God. Megiddo or Armageddon is in the Middle East. And Revelation tells us that God's final wrath is going to take place um, at the battle of Armageddon. Praise God. Um, this battle of Armageddon is going to take place um, at the end of the church era. Praise God. Um, the Bible talks about the day of wrath um, that's going to come upon the face of this earth um, in Revelation chapter 14. Amen. Um, this day of wrath begins by the appearing uh, of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ um, as Son of Man in Palestine. Uh, the Bible says uh, that he will trample the allied armies of the earth. Amen. Um, Jesus returns uh, as Lord of Lords and King of Kings. Amen. Um, but before he returns, amen, um, the word of God tells us um, that the world's going to be in disarray. Um, it's going to be in chaos um, like it finds itself uh, this very evening. The world's going to be looking for world peace in these troubled times. God's word tells us uh, it's going to be at a time like this um, that the world is going to be looking for peace. Amen. Um, that there's going to be a man that's going to rise and claim um, to have all the answers uh, to world peace. Praise God. Um, John calls this man uh, the Antichrist. Amen. Uh, Paul describes him uh, as one who opposeth uh, and exalt himself above all that is called God uh, or that is worshipped uh, so that he is God's citizen 
seated in the temple of God, um, showing himself uh, that he is God. Praise the Lord. Amen. Uh, according to God's word, um, this man, the Antichrist, um, will pretend to be God. Amen. Uh, and he's going to rise to power. Amen. Um, at this time uh, when the world is looking for peace. Amen. And he's already making his mark on this world. Amen. Um, I believe with all my heart um, that he's more than ready tonight uh, to assume his role uh, in Bible prophecy. If there's ever been an opportune time for him uh, to make his appearance, uh, it's a time like today uh, where the world is looking for this peace. Amen. Um, but let me tell you the church of God something tonight. Uh, this Antichrist uh, that is spoken about in the scriptures. Um, amen. Which so many Bible scholars believe is alive today. Um, he cannot come into power um, until first the church of God uh, is raptured uh, and taken away. Praise God. God um, before the Antichrist can rise up to a place uh, of power um, before the seven great years of tribulation um, you won't find the church of God here anymore uh, you will know amen uh, that Jesus comes back um, for his bride uh, for his church uh, that has kept herself uh, holy unto him but look at what Paul writes concerning this Antichrist he writes to the Thessalonian church. He says, let no man deceive you by any means for that day. Talking about the rapture shall not come except there come a falling away first. And that the man of sin be revealed, the son uh, of perdition, um, the son of the dead, the damned, and the son of hell. Amen. Um, who opposeth and exalteth himself all that above all that is God, uh, so that he is God, sitteth in the temple, um, showing himself uh, that he is God. Amen. Um, the spirit of the Antichrist um, is what Paul was talking about. Um, I've come to tell the church tonight um, that the spirit of the Antichrist, um, it's already here. Amen. Uh, Paul continues to say um, that he might be revealed in his time. Um, then shall the wicked be revealed uh, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit uh, of his mouth um, and shall destroy with the brightness uh, of his coming. Praise God. Um, in order for the Antichrist um, to be accepted. Amen. Um, the spirit of the Antichrist um, must first prevail um, upon this earth today. Uh, what are you telling us tonight, Pastor? Um, I'm telling you uh, that the spirit of the Antichrist uh, is already prevailing in the world today. Um, this world is ready to accept a man um, that will promise peace to them. Uh, the spirit of the Antichrist uh, is here tonight. Um, and once the spirit of the Antichrist is present, uh, it opens a door uh, for the Antichrist himself uh, to make his way uh, into his place uh, in prophecy. I repeat to the church tonight, uh, if there's ever been an opportune time uh, for him to make his move, uh, it's now, amen. Uh, but he can't do a thing. Uh, he can't make his move yet because uh, we, God's bride, uh, the church is still here. Uh, he's got to wait. Uh, he's got to hold on, amen. Uh, so the very next thing I'm looking for, um, I'm not looking for this world to get any better. Um, I'm not looking for world peace, amen. Um, the very next thing according to the word of the Lord is uh, that's going to happen uh, is that Jesus is going to break uh, through the eastern skies uh, and come for his church uh, that is without spot or wrinkle. 
I believe this church or this nation and this world received her wake-up call uh, this past Tuesday morning. Praise God. Uh, so the church uh, has also received uh, her wake-up call. Amen. Uh, those who have any kind of Bible knowledge. Uh, maybe as kids they sat um, in a Sunday school class. Um, maybe they were raised in a church. Um, and for whatever reason uh, they have never committed themselves. Uh, or have they have left God. Um, they are waking up today. Uh, and they're realizing um, that it's high time to wake out uh, of their sleep uh, and to get right with God. Amen. Um, or take the chance uh, of being left behind uh, and landing up in a devil's hell uh, where there'll be the crying uh, and the gnashing of teeth. America, the world has responded to her wake-up call. How about the church? How about you, my friend, that's here tonight? Do you plan to continue living the way you've been uh, with all sincerity? Amen. Uh, I ask you this question. Um, are you going to continue in sin? Um, are you going to continue taking the chance um, of losing out with God? Uh, it's all up to you. Amen. Uh, what are you going to do tonight? Uh, but of that day and that hour, um, no man, no, not the angels, um, neither the son, but the father um, take Heed, uh, watch and pray, uh, for ye know not what the time is. Uh, for the Son of Man is as a man taking a far journey, um, who left his house uh, and gave authority to his servants uh, and to every man his work, um, and commanded the porter to watch. Um, watch ye therefore, uh, for ye not know when the master of the house will come, uh, at even or at midnight, um, or at the cock crowing, uh, or in the morning, uh, lest coming suddenly uh, he finds you sleeping uh, and what I say to you all uh, is watch amen uh, in other words uh, it's time to wake up from your sleep um, and realize that the hour is far spent uh, the hour is late uh, and the master of the house uh, is about ready to come back uh, and you've got to be ready amen uh, I've got to be ready amen uh, I'm looking for Jesus I don't pretend to know when he's going to return, amen. But in wake of what has happened, I see this as a sign from God, amen. Uh, it's as if he is shaking the church um, and preparing this world for his soon return. Um, I can hear the words of Jesus uh, saying to the church, uh, wake up, you sleeping giant. Uh, it's time to sound the alarm, amen. Um, won't you answer the call tonight, amen. Um, the word of God says, uh, how long wilt thou sleep, O sluggard? Um, when wilt thou arise out of thy sleep amen um, as your pastor uh, let me tell you uh, I believe that God has allowed this tragedy to happen uh, amen as a wake up call um, not only to America but to the church of God today amen although the word of the Lord tells us 
That no man knows the day nor the hour when the Lord shall appear. Amen. Uh, the word of God goes on to tell us uh, that we shall know the season. Amen. Uh, and I believe with all my heart tonight uh, that the Lord is giving the church uh, one last opportunity. Amen. Uh, he has sounded the alarm uh, and he's making one last desperate plea. Uh, one last desperate call uh, to his church. Uh, and he said, uh, it's time to wake up. Uh, it's time amen uh, to get serious about serving me uh, it's time amen uh, for you that are not fully committed uh, to commit yourselves unto me uh, oh the alarm is sounding tonight uh, won't you wake up from your sleep tonight for no man knows the day nor the hour when the Lord shall appear praise God but if we look to God's word, music please. You will see that this world is in a place where he is looking for peace. This is a perfect opportunity for the Antichrist to make his way onto the scene in this world today. But he can't make his move yet. Before he can make his move onto this scene, before he can rise to power, if you read the book of Revelation, you will find that the church of God is raptured. Amen. If you're not serving God the way you should serve God, it's time to make your commitment to serve God tonight. It's time, amen, for God's church. Amen. Um, I know I've said this before, amen, but God has impressed in my heart um, that we need to stop playing church tonight um, and commit ourselves totally to God. Amen. Uh, if you're playing a little game, amen, um, and if you're doing your little thing on the side, uh, God is saying, uh, I'm giving you one more opportunity. Uh, I'm going to give you one more chance. Um, I'm going to give you a wake-up call. Uh, I'm not only going to shake the nation, uh, I'm not only going to shake the world, uh, but I'm going to shake the very foundation um, of the church. Uh, wake up, church. Uh, wake up, you sleeping giant. Uh, how long are you going to sleep? Uh, he says, uh, it's time to wake up. The Lord has given to the church one last opportunity. The alarm has been sounded. And there's one desperate plea. Return to me, O Jerusalem. Return to me, you lost sheep that have strayed away from my presence. Wake up from your sleep. How long wilt thou sleep, O sluggard? When wilt thou arise? out of thy sleep. The Song of Solomon tells of a beautiful story of a bride that was waiting for her groom. As she laid asleep waiting for her bride, for her groom, the Bible says that there came a knock on the door but she was asleep. But she had lost her senses. She was unable to act. Her lover, her groom turned and walked away 
when she finally went to the door and she opened the door all that was there was a perfume the fragrance of her groom that stood knocking on the door she lost out because she slept this is going to be the case sorry to say with so many people in God's church today so many people that come to church and sit in a pew and they don't even know that they've fallen asleep the flies have come in they've landed on you and you haven't even bothered to shoo them away and you sit here tonight and you're falling asleep this parasite is in your blood and you don't even realize it and before long you're going to fall asleep never to wake up again but the Lord said I'm going to send a wake up call Tuesday morning not only to America but to my people I'm going to give them another chance to repent uh, and turn back to God. Uh, I'm going to give that struggling saint, amen, um, that's been contemplating leaving the church. Uh, I'm going to give that man another opportunity. Uh, I'm going to give that one person another chance uh, that's thinking of leaving me. Uh, I'm going to give them a wake-up call. Uh, and it's going to be up to them uh, if they go and answer uh, this call. How long will you sleep? When will you arise out of your sleep? For some, it's going to be too late. The Lord said, sound the alarm. I'm making one last plea. As the church of God stands tonight, Sometimes tragedy, it brings unity. It's at times like this that a divided nation has come together as one in unity. They have fought to keep prayer out of churches, prayer out of Congress, prayer out of government. But in this tragedy, I have seen schools come together like never before and pray and sing songs of glory and praise to God. I have seen a nation that was divided, amen, come together and cry unto God for peace. And we the church must understand that God wants to bring a unity to the body of Christ. He wants to bring you back to Him, amen, uh, through this tragedy, through this wake-up call, amen. Uh, but it's all up to you, my friend. Um, I don't know who you are tonight, amen. Uh, I don't know if you're struggling spiritually, uh, or I don't know if you're just here tonight uh, because somebody made you come to the house of God. Uh, but regardless, I come to tell you uh, that God told me to tell this church uh, that He's making one last desperate plea, uh, and He saying to the church uh, it's time uh, to wake up from your sleep how long will you sleep when are you going to wake up when are you going to wake up 
I feel the presence of God here tonight. Thank you, Jesus. As we bow our heads. Jesus. I feel a special anointing tonight. I could almost pick you out who you are tonight. Hallelujah. I wish I can go to you and pull you out of your comfort zone and pull you out of your chair and drag you to this altar. But it won't do no good. It's up to you. You need to come on your own. If God has spoken to your heart tonight, the altar is open. The altar is open, church. Don't walk away from God. Don't get further and further away. It's time to answer the call of duty. It's, it's time to realize that the hour is far spent and he's about ready to come back for his bride. He's knocking at your door tonight. He's knocking at your door but you're fast asleep. And you can't even hear his knock. When you finally wake up, it might be too late. Who are you tonight? Who are you tonight? Just let your spirit. Who are you that God is speaking to? Hallelujah. Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you for this wake-up call, Lord. Thank you for warning us, God, and giving me another opportunity. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus.